BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome back. Now, number three, Tuesday edition, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. First guest of the week joins us now. He is Dave McCormick, candidate for the Pennsylvania Senate as a Republican. He just came back from Israel. We're going to dive into a lot of different topics with him uh, as it pertains to this Senate race that will be taking place over the course of 2024 in Pennsylvania uh, but Dave, we appreciate you coming on with us. You've got an incredibly uh, illustrious background. Let me make sure that I hit this for everybody out there that is just learning about who you are and what your background is. Uh, you're a combat veteran, veteran, former CEO of Bridgewater Associates. Uh, you had a Wall Street Journal op-ed, which we've been talking about. Joe Biden and Bob Casey failed the Israel test. I want to start with this, though. Uh, Pennsylvania Democrats have done an incredible job of getting their vote out, of harvesting every possible voter out there. A stat that I read was that 50% of John Fetterman's votes were banked before they even had a debate, and people could see what his mental state actually was when he ran against Dr. Oz. Are you optimistic that Republicans have reverse-engineered what Democrats are doing and as we come forward in 2024 with your Senate race, with whomever the nominee is going to be, obviously Pennsylvania is massive when it comes to who wins the presidency. Have Republicans caught up? If not, what needs to be done to catch up with the Democrat vote machine? Yeah, thank, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, listen, it's, it's the thing that's on my mind these days. And I think there's good progress, but a lot of work to do. There's three things we need to do. Number one, We've got to get uh, the vote out, uh, the normal vote out. In the presidential year, uh, our voters come out in a much bigger way than they do in, in, in uh, uh, interim years. And so that's number one. Two, we've got to fix the mail-in ballot problem. And, uh, and there's a huge effort across Pennsylvania. All different parts of the Republican Party and donors have come together. It's going to be multi-million dollars. And we've got to chase low-propensity voters. We've got to get them registered for absentee ballots. 
We got to chase to make sure they do that. We got to then get it, get the absentee ballot submitted. And that's a huge problem. We're not going to overcome the Democrats, but we have to close that gap in a significant way. And the third thing we have to do is change the culture where people embrace the idea of mail-in ballots, which has been a problem in the past. I think President Trump had been very opposed to that earlier. I think he started to talk about that in a very different way. People need to embrace absentee balloting um, as a way to make sure those are the current rules and we need to, we need to win with those rules. And if we do that, uh, we're going we're gonna to win this election. And it's not just for Dave McCormick's campaign. It's for everybody up and down the ticket, including uh, the presidential nominee. The president, uh, our nominee, is likely not going to win the presidency unless uh, he or she wins Pennsylvania. So that's the plan. we got a lot of work to do, but I think there's a lot of people focused on it. Hey, Dave, it's Buck. Thanks for being with us here. Um, I know that you made a trip to Israel. You have your Wall Street Journal op-ed yesterday. Joe Biden and Bob Casey failed the Israel test. First, just tell us, uh, what did you see? I mean, bring us into this experience. I'm, I'm sure parts of it were, were uh, really emotionally uh, difficult to, to be near what had happened yeah. uh, on October 7th. It, it was really uh, unbelievable. My wife and I decided really over the holidays that we wanted to go. I've been a strong advocate of solidarity with Israel, but we wanted to see it on the ground. And she she knew a number of people there. She had been involved in negotiating the Abraham Accords as part of President Trump's administration. So we were able to set up very quickly, and it was uh, it was unbelievable. We went to Kafir Azah, which was one of the kibbutz communities where 100 people were massacred on October 7th. You walk through those streets, the bullet, the bullet holes in the doors, the, the fragments from grenades, the blood. Uh, I mean, you just can't imagine these houses burned down, people burned alive. It was an absolute barbaric tragedy. Uh, we then met with a young woman who was at the music festival who was shot in the knee. She was in a bomb shelter, and all of her friends around her were killed. She was underneath the dead bodies, and because of that, the terrorists thought she was dead, and that saved her, and she was rescued hours later. Uh, we talked to the parents of hostages, and, uh, you know, imagine that. Uh, it's been more than 90 days uh, not knowing if your son or daughter or mother or sister is going to come back and knowing that they're being held by torturers in Gazan tunnels or Gazan prisons. And then the final thing we saw, which is the thing I'll not be able to uh, unremember, was this 47-minute video, which I talk about in the op-ed. It was taken, it was created by the Israeli military, taken from the body cams of the terrorists that were killed. And you see the barbarism, the decapitation, the killing babies. Uh, it's just, uh, it's unbelievable. You think it's a horror movie, but then, it, but then you know it's not. And so my takeaway from this is we're, you know, Israel is combating pure evil. Um, this is not a group you can negotiate with. You can't live side by side. This Hamas needs to be eradicated. Uh, my second takeaway, though, is that the original sin is Iran. Um, the deal that Obama did with Iran, uh, Biden's continued, that Bob Casey was the decisive vote uh, and has supported all along. This was the original sin, which put $100 billion in the hands of Iran, which it's used to, to finance all these terrorist proxies, Hezbollah, Hamas, Islamic Jihad, that are now the Houthis, which are now uh, shooting at uh, American sailors in the Red Sea, 
uh, trying to kill Americans in Iraq and Syria. So we've got to strangle Iran. We've got to stand strong with Israel in its, uh, in its fight against evil because it's not just a fight on behalf of Israel. It's a fight on behalf of all, of all the West, of, of all freedom-loving people. We're talking to Dave McCormick. Uh, you're running against Bob Casey. Bob Casey seems to have gone super left-wing after pretending to be a moderate. But interestingly, John Fetterman, who everybody thought was crazy left-wing zealot, has actually been 100% right. I bet even you would say, and I bet you're stunned by it, because you ran against the guy. I know you were running in the Republican primary race, but you were planning on ending up running against him. Have you been stunned that Fetterman's been so right on Israel and that Bob Casey's been so wrong? I mean, I, 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 Buck and I have talked about on the show – I never thought I was going to yeah. come out and say, you know, Fetterman's 100% right. He's making a lot of sense here. Clay's been, been giving Fetterman right. high fives all over the place lately. I can't I believe what's it. going on. But even you, I bet, yeah, too, well, after coming back from Israel, are like, hey, you know, Fetterman's nailing this. I'd say, I'd say two things. I've been shocked by the timidity, by the lack of leadership of uh, a three-term incumbent senator, Bob Casey. Not only is he not speaking out forcefully with moral clarity and and leadership, he's not speaking out at all. He's just uh, got his head hunkered down. Uh, on the other hand, Fetterman, listen, I probably, my guess is I disagree with Fetterman on about 80% of things. But on three things, he's been, I, I think, great. And his positions are ones that I've been talking about forever. And I really admire his courage in saying that. Number one, he's got to support Israel. He's been a strong voice. Number two, he's called out the border. And what a crisis on the border, uh, and it needs to be handled. And three, he's called for firing uh, Senator Menendez. So in all three cases, I think he's on the right side of things, and I appreciate the fact that he's uh, speaking out. And uh, I think the con- I think that's the contrast that I want to talk about because we need a leader in the Senate on behalf of Pennsylvania, and, and Bob Casey's not that guy. UPenn obviously failed in their House and Senate hearings. You're running in Pennsylvania, University of Pennsylvania, obviously right there. You come from the business universe. You were very, very successful with Bridgewater, uh, building up so many different businesses. I'll bet you know Bill Ackman somewhat, at least, who has been leading the charge on a lot of these issues. How much have you seen, based on the people that you worked with in your past, a lot of people suddenly look up and realize, wow, we've lost control of good and evil instruction at our universities and how disappointed have you been by the University of Pennsylvania's response uh, to the terror attack of October 7th? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I was one of the, the first people to say that Liz McGill should be fired. And the reason, and this was before the hearings, and the reason was it just seems so obvious to me when you have Jewish students hiding in their rooms when um, you're not enforcing uh, the law against, looters and uh, and people that were marching on the campus and really calling for genocide that uh, that that you've lost your position as a leader and uh, and the, the hearings of all three of those presidents made that more clear and it was a test and a lot of people have failed that test I think uh, those presidents have failed that test I think Bob Casey failed that test many people have failed that test and part of the reason is that the progressive left ideology has defined the world in terms of oppressed and oppressors. And uh, and so when you define the world that way, it takes you down some pretty irrational paths, like you decide you want to take down the statue of William Penn in Welcome Park in Philadelphia, or you say things like those three uh, uh, presidents said where 
the more the lack of moral clarity and inability to distinguish between right and wrong, the inability to enforce standards of behavior on campuses that protect Jewish students, they've clearly lost the narrative. They've lost the ability to lead uh, in a way that makes sense. And you see huge numbers in the donor community, people that have given a lot of money to these universities, saying, I want nothing to do with that. And I also see Democrats, frankly, on the campaign trail, many, many um, Jewish Democrats who are saying, listen, that's not my party. I don't want to be part of that group of people that are looting the streets of Philadelphia, that are marching on campus saying things about genocide. If, if my party wants to support that, like Summer Lee uh, and others, that's not a party I want to be part of. And so I think there's an opportunity here to really set up a high standard of moral clarity and leadership and also be able to build a coalition of people who want to fight for an America based on values of merit and uh, America's exceptionalism in the world and an accurate portrayal of history. David McCormick, everybody. David, uh, before we let you go, where is your Senate website? Uh, you can find me at davemccormickpa.com. And, uh, you know, I've uh, uh, been building great support over the last quarter. I uh, really appreciate your listeners engaging and uh, going to the website. And I really thank you guys for the opportunity to be on the show. Thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate it. So, look, I, I got to admit sometimes when Clay is right about something and, and or has, has knowledge to share, I got to make sure to, I hear and this. And I have to just listen. Like, occasionally... And when it comes to sports gambling, I'm uh, a guy who doesn't know anything. When it comes to prizes and things you can do online and in apps, I'm a guy who doesn't know anything. So I'm trying to learn about sports, right? I'm trying to learn about who's going to win the big game. I'm trying to learn about all of the different things that are going on. Sports fans right now are downloading a free app called Prize Picks, and they're having a blast with it. It's an app and a website that makes following sports and players a whole lot more fun, particularly the stats. You could win up to 25 times what you invest. Just to give you an idea of how it works, once you're registered and set up, select two or more players in either football or basketball, pick more or less on their projection, and you place your entry. You can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Prize Picks gives you easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options. Look, so Clay talked me through this because he knows the sports stuff. I actually was involved with this for the first time yesterday. Prize Picks. I you bet on Michigan-Washington, you went and you put in your picks and individual players, right? You were looking all this up. It was, it was amazing. I'm sitting here, and I it was great because Clay talked me through it, and I'm like, I'm going to go with that guy that you say is going to do very well. <laughs> but I'm learning as I go, and look, it's fun. It's a fun process. Prize Picks is the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. And if football isn't your sport, they have tons of others. Golf, soccer, you know, I'm into soccer. Tennis, like the tennis a lot. Cricket, I don't know that one I gotta learn about. Prizepicks.com slash buck. That's where you go. Prizepicks.com slash buck. Use the promo code buck to get started. That's prizepicks.com slash buck. Use promo code buck. From the front lines of truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest Toothpaste, Secret Deodorant, Old Spice Deodorant, or Gillette Razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. You know, sometimes I put aside the political differences and I just feel a little bit of sympathy for some of these people who are stepping into the arena. And having built a a media career that has involved some very, um, you know, in the early days, some some events where not a whole lot of people showed up and uh, you just got to do what you do and be a professional. I have a little bit of sympathy for the Democrat out of Minnesota, who everyone has forgotten about, but who is running in the Democrat primary, Dean Phillips. Do you remember this, Clay? Remember we had oh, yeah. our, our good buddy Phillips. Dean? I, I keep think I keep calling him Ryan Felipe, but the uh, Dean Phillips. Yep, that's right. Dean had a <laughs> had a Tuesday coffee hour event today in New Hampshire. So he could speak to Democrat primary voters about how he's challenging Joe Biden and not a single person showed up. He had an empty event. Now I know we, you know, people will poke fun and it's hard not to sort of chuckle a little bit about it, but also, man, that's rough. You know, oh man, he said, sometimes if you build it, they don't come. <laughs> Dean Phillips told reporters outside of the niche. Outside of the Manchester Doubletree Hotel this morning, after not a single voter showed up to his government repair truck coffee conversation in 22 degree weather. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta give him He's credit. Sitting out Some, there. Sometimes you, what did he say? Sometimes you build it and no one and they comes. Come. That's, yeah. that's really a very funny line. The media showed up, uh, oh, and man. no actual, uh, voters showed up. I, I, Look, I, I talked about this when my last book came out. I've done a book signing where no one showed up. There is nothing worse than, and I'm sure running for president is similar, putting your heart and soul into something and having no one be there. So I, I actually feel bad for the guy. I mean, New Hampshire is a very politically engaged state. 
for no one in the whole state to be willing to come to your event. Maybe this actually will be good advertising for him in the same way. You know, every now and then nobody showing up for a book signing helps an author because oh, it goes sympathy. viral. Sympathy, yeah. uh, sympathy, you know. And people just say, you know what, I actually feel bad for this guy or this gal who was sitting at a table and nobody I, would come by and sign. Can I say this actually? What's better? Would we have talked about Dean Phillips if ten people had showed no. up to his government repair zero coffee conversation? No. But because zero people showed up and it was a big womp womp, now we all sit here, we kind of chuckle, but we also sort of feel for the guy we are talking about him on a radio show with 500 radio stations across the country yes. right now, reminding people that Dean Phillips is actually running for president. So look at that. It might be, is this Dean Phillips empty stadium 4D chess clay? This is his big moment. This is Dean Phillips campaign making an absolutely huge statement by having no one who actually supports them. And it also, what I would just point out, further elucidates how much of a rigged job the DNC creates. Nobody of any kind of standing at all stepped forward to challenge Joe Biden, despite the fact that he is the lowest incumbent president approval rated uh, office holder of our life. Well, hope somebody shows up for that coffee next time. Uh, this is a big election year, especially given how cold it is up there. That had to be brutal. Big election year. You can start voting with your wallet by supporting companies made up of fellow patriots like MyPillow. In fact, MyPillow team wants to kick off this important year with a big sale. If you head over to MyPillow.com, you'll find incredible deals on their sheets, towels, pillows, slippers, you name it. Signature product, the MyPillow 2.0, 50% off right now. Ditto the new flannel sheets, a winter favorite for chilly days. Six-piece towel sets, nineteen ninety nine. Mattress toppers discounted to ninety nine ninety nine. Whopping savings right there. You can take advantage of the prices and the free shipping at MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special square. Use our names, Clay and Buck, for these deals. You'll get a 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty, too. Use the code Clay and Buck. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Buck, have you followed the drama surrounding Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers and this sort of ongoing feud that has developed between the two of them? Have you paid attention to this at all? I am aware of it because I read the news obsessively all day long and even before I go to sleep at night, and I should probably create more downtime from it. But I will just say that in general, anything with Jimmy Kimmel's name, I feel the way about him that I do about the royal family in Britain at this point where I I just want it excised from my brain. I, I don't care. He's not funny. He's not nice. But, yes, I am aware. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers went on, for people out there who don't know, went on ESPN, and this turned into a big story, Pat McAfee's show, and said that the Epstein client list was supposedly going to come out. This is what he said last week. And there were people like Jimmy Kimmel that were nervous about that. Um, And Jimmy Kimmel said, well, you're calling me a pedophile, and he threatened to sue him. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's name not on any of the list, by the way. That that was a uh, rumor that he was on there. It's not true. Uh, But... Jimmy Kimmel started his uh, show last night. I guess he returned from the holidays on Monday. And his whole monologue was going after Aaron Rodgers. And here is a bit of that. Listen. 
This is how these nuts do it now. If you don't like Trump, you're a pedophile. It's their go-to move. And it shows you how much they actually care about pedophilia. I spent years doing sports. I've seen guys like him before. Aaron Rodgers has a very high opinion of himself. The idea that his brain is just average is unfathomable to him. We learned during COVID, somehow he knows more about science than scientists. A guy who went to community college, then got into Cal on a football scholarship and didn't graduate. Someone who never spent a minute studying the human body is an expert in the field of immunology. Aaron got two A's on his report card. They were both in the word Aaron. Okay. <laughs> and can you imagine that this okay, hamster so, Okay, so it continues ripping Aaron Rodgers. Seven and a half minutes. Um, so a couple of things that, that immediately come to mind. This is, Buck, we were talking earlier, this is why we don't get a reckoning on COVID, because people like Aaron Rodgers, who admittedly are not doctors, people like you and me, who admittedly do not have MDs, although I do think this is important and worth saying, Aaron Rodgers is a pretty smart guy. He could have gotten a, I, I believe this, my opinion, I think Aaron Rodgers could have gone and become a doctor if he had wanted to. Buck, do you feel confident that if you had decided, I want to, meaning you, I want to be a doctor, that you could have gone and gotten an MD if you had decided to do so? What, that, that you or I could have been doctors? Yeah, you. I'm, I, I feel like I would bet every dollar that I have that you or I could have yeah. been doctors if we wanted to. In other words, I know, there are a lot lots... of doctors right now are probably shaking their heads, but <laughs> yeah, we probably could have been. I, I would, I, I would bet every dollar that I have that I could have gone to med school somewhere. I could have become a, an MD of some form or fashion. I have zero doubt about that. My point on this is there are lots of super intelligent. And the other thing I want to say on this is, uh, Jimmy Kimmel went after Aaron Rodgers for going to community college. There are, and then going to Cal to play football. There are lots of super smart people who are not doctors. And there are lots of super smart people listening to us right now that may well have gone to community college. And, hey, there's a lot of people who don't have the opportunity to go to community college at all. My grandfather, who I was named after, Clay Travis, he dropped out of school in eighth grade. He went to work starting in ninth grade in coal mines in Kentucky. Super smart guy. He didn't have the opportunity even to go to community college. So I think a big part of this story, and this is important for everybody out there to think about, a big part of COVID that they can't accept on the left is too many people who aren't their version of smart looked at all the data and they were right. The people overwhelmingly out there who said, I don't need the COVID shot. I have natural immunity. I've done my own research. I'm better protected than I will be if I get seven or eight or nine shots, like a lot of these lunatics Howard Stern-esque have done. They can't comprehend, Buck, that people like Aaron Rodgers, that people like you and me, that people all over this country listening to us right now, did all their research, and they were right. I mean, and I can, that I tell really you, is what this represents. You know, I, I, I had even some some private uh, exchanges in the early days of COVID um, with, with, with one, for example, um, uh, very successful Silicon Valley sort of bigger name person online who just was fascinated by my, like legitimately wanted to know, 
why did I, why did I not believe that masks work? Like how, yeah. how could I be so silly? And this was, you know, June of 2020 or something. No one ever comes back and says, wow, you're so smart. How did you know that? You know, it was yeah. so interesting. No one ever has, has come back after all these exchanges. And I still have the records of some of this. Uh, and to say, you know what, uh, what you did was really amazing. And, uh, I, I wish I had listened to you more. Um, but in terms of the, uh, you know, the Jimmy Kimmel, Aaron Rodgers thing, um, yeah, I don't know. Jimmy Kimmel's just kind of a loathsome figure. So I, I try to avoid, um, spending much mental energy on him, but that he would spend seven minutes of airtime. What is it? NBC or what's the, is it ABC? ABC. This, this is ABC? why it's a big deal because he went on and, and, uh, he right, went on. This is, this is like the Johnny Disney. Carson show, right? Is basically, or is that the different? I never know what, which one of these things. Uh, no, Johnny Carson show is, uh, I don't even Letterman, know who's which on is NBC now Colbert. Now. Is that right? Who is know, on but... NBC now? Colbert is on CBS. They're trying to tell me, and I tell me again, Jimmy Fallon. I forgot. Yeah, it's not a good sign for Jimmy Fallon that I couldn't even remember who. So Jimmy Fallon now seats in, sits in what would have been the Johnny Carson seat and the Jay Leno seat for people out there who've been keeping tabs. On so it. what's the uh, what's the Kimmel seat? Who was that? Was I that think Jay they, Leno? They did. A, again, I'm not an expert on late night television. I believe they had Nightline on ABC for a long time. They never had a late-night host, and then they hired Jimmy Kimmel like 20-some-odd years ago. And I will say this. I know Jimmy Kimmel because I worked with his cousin, Sal, who's a really good friend of mine. I like Jimmy Kimmel personally. I like Adam Carolla personally. I've gotten to know those guys. They have very divergent political opinions. Um, But I think that the idea that you should completely acquiesce to what so-called experts say in all facets, I just think COVID has proven that's wrong and that a lot of experts are out there yeah. and they I, aren't I actually that expertise-laden I mean, in look, what they're let me, talking let me, about. I just throw this out there. Man. I, I've never met Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm not famous. He has no idea who I am. Um, but I, I think at some point your professional life, um, starts to color what your character really is. And I think that's a fair thing to, you know, when, when you're going on TV at a time of, you know, going back to the pandemic of, you know, real anxiety, real decisions being made and adding to the mockery and ridicule that people that had concerns about the vaccines. Um, I think that's a moral question that he failed. I, I don't, I don't just think that he was somebody who was trying to do ha ha and I like his jokes or I don't like his jokes. So I understand you have a personal relationship with him. I don't. I know him personally. But, I get it. Right. I think he was wrong on COVID. I think a lot of people I, were wrong on COVID. I think it's worse COVID. than being wrong on yeah. COVID. I, I think he was sneering at people who lost their jobs. I think he was sneering at people in the military who lost their careers because they wouldn't get the shot. And he did it while getting millions and millions of dollars. So I'll tell you, I'd have a hard time being nice to the guy. Um, uh, cause I, I think that there are people that cross over and I appreciate you disclosing. I didn't even know you guys knew each other. But, uh, I, I think, I think some people cross a line with this stuff and he's never, has he ever said like, I'm really sorry I was wrong. I shouldn't have said all no, of that no stuff. One, no one who was wrong on that has said it. And by the way, the reason I say that I know him is I just want everybody, I try to be as, as honest as I can be, uh, with the audience out there. So I know Jimmy Kimmel personally. I like him personally. Uh, I think he was 100% wrong on COVID. Um, and mm. I think he and many other people. But you, you know uh, what I mean, right? Like, I don't know way. Fauci. Like, he went to my high school, which yeah, I joke yeah. around about, but I don't know Fauci. But, like, I think what Fauci did, it's not that we disagree. I think that he hurt a lot of people. You I know agree. what I'm saying? I, I think that, that he hurt people. And that's why it goes beyond just like, well, you know, 
okay, somebody wanted this tax rate, I want that tax rate, or somebody wants, you know, yep, they, they, I get it. Like, yeah. So, and, and by the way, this is why a lot of families like take it outside of uh, any sort of situation like this. It's why there's still a lot of tension in families because there's a lot of you out there that over the holidays you went to hang out with family members who wouldn't hang out with you for a couple of years because you weren't willing to get the COVID shot and because you weren't willing to take a COVID test or wear a mask. And this is why I feel like there has to be a reckoning on some level because what seems to happen now, by and large, is a lot of people just want to say, oh, that never happened. Like, let's just pave it over. It's like a relationship that got broken and it was never rectified. You never went back and tried to fix it. You're just like, okay, well, that was 10 yeah. miles ago down on the road. Let's just keep driving forward. And by the way, the bridge collapsed behind here. It's hard to yeah. repair those relationships, I think. I, I just, there were, there were people, you know, there were nurses, there were, um, Marines, there were cops, there were firefighters, you know, go down the list who probably turned on their TV to get a little relief at night and watch some comedy. And they had, you know, hundred million dollar man Jimmy Kimmel sneering at their stupidity for not being willing to get the vaccine and making a mockery of them and making it okay for the public to look down on them. I don't know that that's, you know what I'm saying? I don't know that that's okay. I, I, we at had all, a study. Friend. We wrote about this at Outkick. Eighty one percent of all political, all humor on late night talk shows is directed at ridiculing. Yeah. Yeah, is directed ridiculing at ridiculing right, Republicans. Always. Yeah. yeah, so this and is what I mean. Like, usually comedians, it's like, you know, take it or leave it. Try to play it. both sides. Some, but some of them, you know, you like them, you don't like them, you think they're funny, whatever. But with some of these comedians, man, they just became full-blown propagandists. And I think it's a, I think it's a moral question. I don't think it's just a, a, a content well, and, I think like, flavor Stephen question. Stephen Colbert you know I mean? had success, and all of them followed him off the ledge. Yeah. No, I, think, that, I think that's true. He, he started it, and then they all, you know, not Fallon didn't really do it, though. So, you know, you mentioned Fallon before. Fallon, I've never seen Fallon. I look, I don't watch these shows, but I, I see clips of it. I never saw Fallon say something that was just vicious about the those who didn't want to get vaccinated. For example, you know what I mean? I, I could be yeah, wrong. No, it's true. And remember, I'm not an Jimmy Fallon got ripped recently for being an awful human being to everybody that he worked with. Remember that? <laughs> I, didn't so say, like, I didn't see that. So maybe, no, maybe I mean, there was a terrible. huge, he had to publicly apologize because they were like kids were on his kids. I mean, people on his staff were contemplating suicide because he was such an awful people. Oh it's according God. to the stories. Okay. See, I don't, and I don't I, follow this stuff. So by I'm the way, this is, content. maybe the, maybe the lesson in general is don't make people in the public eye your idol because you might like one side and then, you know, on the flip side, they're, they're kind of awful, you know, human beings. Even if you, the big, the big picture thing is, and I would love for this to happen. And I, I understand that some of you may think I'm a dinosaur. I liked when David, I, you don't like David Letterman. I really like David Letterman, but David Letterman and Jay Leno and Johnny Carson, the goal of their show was to apportion ridicule evenly. 50% seemed to me. Maybe also I'm totally known as wrong. comedy. Yes. The goal was comedy. Yes. yes. 50% I, 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 Republican I don't like Letterman. Just, I didn't think he was funny. It's not, that's oh, not I even, loved but that's Letterman. Letterman. Yeah. I love Letterman. I was, I like Leno growing up. I'm one of those guys. So I'm just telling you. Well, that Le- Leno had better ratings, but I loved the late show with David Letterman, late night with David Letterman. I would stay up and watch that in the summers when I was a kid. Loved that show, but they made fun of everybody. 
Rudy Giuliani was on the Late Show all the time, and he got along with uh, Letterman really well. Yeah. Well, let's let's take some calls to close us out here. 800-282-2882. We'll come back in just a sec. Oh, we can also talk about something very important here. The men and women working at the Preborn Network of Clinics nationwide, they really deserve recognition for their tireless work, not to mention the compassion and care they offer every day. They welcome pregnant mothers making a decision on the future of their unborn child, contemplating life or an abortion. Their goal is to provide care and unconditional support as they consider life. So often, that includes an ultrasound experience as well. Provides each mother-to-be with a chance to meet their baby, to hear their heartbeat for the first time, and to witness the little movements that come from within their bodies. So often, that experience alone results in a decision for life. Last year, because of your generosity in supporting the pre-born network of clinics, they saw over 58,000, or saved rather, over 58,000 babies' lives. Thank you to all those who made this possible with a donation of whatever size you could afford. One of those pregnant mothers was Charlotte. She found out she was pregnant when she was seven weeks along. In the back of her mind, she thought maybe abortion was the best option. But after hearing her baby's heartbeat in a pre-born clinic, she chose life. To donate, dial pound 250, say the keyword baby. That's pound 250, say baby. Or donate securely at preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K. Sponsored by Preborn. Learn, laugh, and join us on the weekend on our Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head & Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. All right, welcome back into Clay and Buck. You know, I had a few people that were surprised that I didn't like the Barbie movie because they liked the Barbie movie play. And I just, I don't understand this. I don't know how that's possible. Do you do you have do you have anyone that given pushback on this analysis of Barbie? No, I do not have a. I have not seen the Barbie movie, but my wife heard your discussion of the Barbie movie, you and Carrie, and said she watched it on our flights when we went to Australia. It was on, and she said Buck was right. She said she expected based on the fact that it made a billion dollars that it was going to be super smart and super interesting, even if she disagreed with some of the ways that it was conveyed. Yeah. And she said she watched it, and it was not smart, and it wasn't well-constructed as a story, 
And I haven't seen it at all, but she said, yeah, Buck was 100% right about the Barbie movie. Laura is a very astute and brilliant woman, so this does not. She so also I likes have, Gladiator, which puts, which means that she I says, know that she to be knows fair, good things. My wife Laura says that Gladiator is the greatest movie that's ever been made. They're making a Gladiator two, which I'm a little bit nervous about. I'm worried. I'm worried. But yeah. Um, but she says my wife, if you asked her the best movie that she's ever seen in her life, would say Gladiator. Um, also said recently because we were talking about Vikings, she was like. I think I would have liked, much of my wife, I think I would have liked living in the Viking era and being a Viking wife. And I was like, I, I don't know. There was a term you know, for the warriors, shield maidens, they called them. And Laura would be a badass shield a maiden. A shield so maiden. You go. All right, there yeah. you go. So, you But go. she said you were 100% right about the Barbie movie. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I probably will never watch it now. I've got to catch up on John Wick. I, I'm halfway through the John Wick franchise. Ted, you got to watch John Wick, and then we're going to get you out to the range next time you're visiting down in South Florida. We'll get you in on some John Wick drills, buddy. We got it going. We got it going on down so here. So when you watch a movie like John Wick, do you think? I understand, obviously, like it's basically the Matrix, uh, except in somewhat real life. Does the movements that he has with weaponry? Does he, as you watch, do you think, oh, that's a guy who's had advanced weapons training, or is it just totally cartoonish? A hundred percent. Keanu Reeves is very adept with weapons movements. He trains with Terran Tactical out in California. He does, you know, two gun drills. So He's you pounded. watch it and think this guy's a badass. Like it's not fake. I'm, I mean, he he knows, you know, he knows his way around, around firearms for sure. Uh, he's, you know, he's trained to look. It's it's muscle memory. It's like a lot of things. It's like training for a sport or something. I mean, you know, if you do enough and you have good training, uh, but you know, Keanu Reeves is uh, he moves very. I mean, I've I've asked friends of mine who are SEALs and who are you know former Delta guys. I'm like, when you watch the Keanu things, like, yeah, this guy really knows what's up. Speaking of that, maybe we have to talk about this tomorrow. Do you know one of the places we went in Australia since Keanu Reeves is coming up where they filmed the final scene of Point Break? We went to that actual beach where Bodie is there. Let me I get don't want to give away. the final ride, man. Yes. I remember that scene so well. Patrick Swayze, rest in peace. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials, and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant, or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.